In this episode, I get to speak with a fellow legal education innovator named Daniel Manoff. He is also a legal investigator and paralegal who went from working a corporate job to running his own virtual paralegal service company and joining ventures with other legal industry companies in order to create a paralegal mentorship program for paralegal study graduates. We talk about how important virtual paralegal services are, not only in today's world, but in the future as well. Virtual paralegal services have long been in the back burner, although there have been many paralegal service companies offered prior to the pandemic, it wasn't until the pandemic that the legal industry really placed those services in the forefront. Listen in for more. Good morning. Well, it's morning on our end today. Uh, welcome, Danny Manoff, uh, to the awesome Let's Talk Paralegal podcast. I am so honored to have you on, especially I'm very excited about what we're going to talk about and the topics um, coming from a professional, right? Um, and actually picturing and forming this beautiful landscape that you have created um, in a different way, not the ordinary, typical way, which kind of really goes with the season two of Let's Talk Paralegal about thinking outside the box and, and really thinking about what else the paralegal role and legal professionals are capable of. So this is really the whole purpose of season two. So I'm really excited to have you on um, to kind of add some value to that season and um, I'm excited. So let's just get to it. Um, so you are the owner of Intrepid Paralegal Solutions, correct? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about you know, what the company is about? Um, Intrepid Paralegal Solutions was a company that's been built by paralegals, uh, for paralegals. We've been a virtual paralegal services company since our inception in 2016, uh, providing a variety of services to the, the legal community and the pro se community. Uh, it's just um, a company that's there to help people have equal, fair, and affordable access to justice. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it was, what, what I love how you said it before the recording. It was made by paralegals for paralegals. Is that, is that the, did I get that right? <laughs> yeah, very, very right. I mean, exactly. The idea, I'm a paralegal. Um, my sleeves get rolled up every day, just like our people. Uh, the management team, all um, legal people, and we understand what a paralegal has to do in a day, just how crazy it can be. Our objective is to provide an environment that gives the most advantageous opportunity, both in tools and in work product and how that work product is managed so that paralegals can concentrate on their strength. And so when I say it's built by and for paralegals, everyone that's associated with our firm will laugh when they hear this, but I say, here's my cell phone number. Please call me when you have an idea or suggestion. Our best ideas come from our people. They don't come from management. They come from paralegals that say, hey, you know, we should do this. It would work better or try that software I was exposed to or I heard about this. And we're always listening so that we can sharpen uh, how we approach the market and ultimately, of course, the service we provide to our clients. No, that's, and I think that's how every company should work, right? Regardless of the um, dynamic of the company, you know, the employees really, or contractors in this case, 
um, really bring value to the company. And sometimes that's either underestimated or just not seen at all or not even, you know, interchanged in any factor. So that's really important. And it's amazing that you guys are actually doing something like that um, in this, in especially in the legal industry that is so necessary because the legal industry is like really becoming this innovation um, kind of like evolving, right? It, the legal industry today is nowhere near when it was, you know, like a hundred years ago, right? Or we're not even a hundred. Let's just go a little smaller, five years ago. Um, so it, it's really growing and there's like a lot of d- different elements throughout the actual legal industry that I love. And um, I'm really excited, but we'll talk about that later on. For now, you have a lot of ideas and a lot of information about the professional training of it all, right? How important that is and the dynamics that it comes with. Yes, and I I think just for a moment to touch on the changes that have taken place in our, our industry. I mean, since the 70s when the paralegal really came on the scene, to where we are today and with COVID and the changes in the virtual space. I mean, the paralegal really needs to concentrate on applicable skill sets in the marketplace, whether they're practicing within a law practice or virtually. Our people are regularly telling us about things they'd like to learn about, whether that is, you know, e-discovery, uh, learning about certain tasks. Like it's always interesting when a paralegal comes and says, well, I do family law. I say, great, I'll remember to give you some contracts. And they're like, what? I just said family law. And I'm like, well, you know, you need to broaden what it is you do. If a paralegal gets ingrained in one area and isn't skilled or at least aware in other areas, they're really harming themselves and their career potential. So we train to various skill sets, not only, um, and I'm really happy to say this, but young paralegals. Uh, Our company just entered into a very, significant national initiative where we're going to be training about to graduate paralegals in an on-the-job training program. And I was amazed when I started to talk to my colleagues, you know, I didn't have the benefit of a uh, mentoring program. So I'm talking to my colleagues who said, what are you talking about? They just throw paralegals into it and say, go for it. And and my reaction to that was, would you do that with a police officer? Hey, here's a gun, you know, just go do it. Or, you know, a teacher, those kids are really friendly. Don't worry about it. Just go and eat them alive, right? So a lot of paralegals said to me, hey, Dan, that's crazy. You know, I I was like being hazed. You know, I I got thrown into this environment and said, hey, go for it. And what are you talking about? If you want to leverage somebody for their potential, you give them a fighting chance by having them mentor with a senior paralegal who's been there, done that, knows what's Mm -hmm. going on. And we are doing that program. We are in the midst of that right now. We're exceptionally excited about that. Oh my God. And it's so needed. It's so needed. And I hear, and not only just for paralegals, it's needed for attorneys as well, because I think the attorney is what runs the environment, right? It's what sets the tone of the entire uh, legal industry, because after all, if we don't have attorneys, we'll not, we will not be able to practice law in any way, shape, or form. You have to have a licensed practitioner. Um, obviously, those things are changing as well. And the paralegal roles are now um, being provided with limited licensing in certain states. And, you know, you have to go through a couple of testings and, you know, approvals. But at the end of the day, the paralegal now is having, you know, the opportunity to get a limited licensing. So, yeah, with it'll be changing as well. We're not sure where the future will uh, will take the attorney role, but at the end of the day, we still need doctors. We still need attorneys. Like that's never going to change. 
Um, and again, it's just like a limited, right? So the paralegal is not going to be able to do everything that an attorney can do. But I think um, I know as far as my colleagues go, the attorneys are always asking for it too. Like they go to law school, but there's no internship. Like doctors have a whole, you know, uh, what is it? Residency, right? They have all these years of residency before they actually go to these hospitals and, and medical practices and things like that to actually practice medicine. But attorneys don't have that. They don't have any internships unless they seek them. Um, and so the same thing with the paralegals. And, and like you said, that's very dangerous. <laughs> At the end of the day, we're dealing with people's lives here. You know, we're dealing with their legal matters and, and that's really dangerous. So I, I'm actually really excited when you told me that I, I'm, I'm a nerd when it comes to that. And you know me, I'm a big advocate about education. I teach in paralegal studies. So like, yeah, so I'm, I'm all for educating. That's literally the Let's Talk Paralegal brand. That's literally our, you know, goal is to educate the future and change the legal industry from the inside out. That's literally our slogan. So um, when you told me that I was like, oh my God, like, this is really like exciting. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, we are very excited about what it, it's all about. We're in a pilot program right now. It's a proof of concept where we're Taking every one of the students and, you know, we are enterprise partners with Clio. We're getting them fully versed on the program known as Clio um, Manage and Grow. We are training them on etiquette and conduct in the workspace when they're working in a law office or working uh, virtually and supporting a law office environment. Uh, Practical skill sets that we're applying a system of measurement to so that it's demonstrative in their progress and also in their understanding of where they were and where they are and how to apply those skills. You know, nothing has any real value unless it can be, in my opinion, and this is my nerd coming out, unless it can be measured, okay? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we've provided proprietary tools to them so that they have a, a way to understand how to approach the work. And I think what happens a lot of times to paralegals is they get hit with a lot of stuff, okay? Whether it is software program, request from the attorney, not enough time, not, you know, who knows? It's always coming from every direction. I mean, the chaos that a good paralegal can manage and make it look like it's nothing is truly astounding. And I I just have to say that the most brilliant people I've encountered have been paralegals. And I've worked professionally for a long time in another field. Nobody I ever met in that field comes close to the brilliance and the ingenuity of a good paralegal. I have profound respect for paralegals. And I think that's something in the legal industry that needs to be developed further. And that's all I'm going to say about to be politically correct, right? The bottom line is paralegal deserves respect for work they do. That's critical in the overall. The, the, The humor in our firm is we call ourselves the mechanics of the law. And it's really true if you think about it. A paralegal is the one that builds what it is that's going on based on the request of either the client, the attorney, whoever, and then renders that in a finished product that's usable. And there's mad respect for that. And that's a skill set that's getting more and more in demand. Just to kind of throw it out there, I hope everybody listening to this understands you're in one of the hottest industries there is. By 2029, the Labor Department says it's going to grow more than 15%, and it's an easy entry field as long as you're willing to set yourself apart as an educated professional. doesn't take a lot. And if you like it, which we're passionate paralegals is what we say, <laughs> then be passionate and it'll, it'll show. And the people that want to work with you will work with you. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, it could also be strenuous and stressful. And I actually have a guest um, on this season that's going to talk about the mental health aspect of the legal industry and the strain that it can have and how to balance that, right? Because at the end of the day, we're human um, and we have other responsibilities outside, but this is a very demanding field. So how to balance that and everything else can take a mental strain on you as well. And I'm very excited about having her on as well um, later on in the season. Um, But now that we've talked about training and we've talked about Intrepid and everything that they're doing, which is amazing. um, Let's talk about future, right? Because we, we hit upon it a little bit about the limited licensing and what the future holds for the paralegal role. But I mean, you have a really great um, segue, right? You have a really great tunnel vision as far as what that future can really look like. Cause right now you're already there, you know, you're going up, you're going up and you're, you're ready to launch. So tell us a little bit about that. Cause I'm, I, in your perspective, I'm very interested to see what it looks like. Hey, you, yeah, you listening. Do you like personal finance or real estate? Are you itching to build wealth and create a better life for yourself or your family? then you need to come check out the Life, Money, and More podcast with real estate agent, YouTuber, and actor, Sage Weiss. This isn't your average finance show. We dive deep and do not sugarcoat topics around money and life. The Life, Money, and More podcast releases two episodes a week just for you because we're all about helping you win in this crazy world we live in. Come join the thousands of listeners on the Life, Money, and More podcast. That's a great question. I think I'm going to start with just something in our home office area, which is the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area, and what we're seeing in the court systems there. Um, I think a big part of the future, as we try to address availability of legal services, that's really what it comes down to. The Mm. states and the counties are challenged by making legal services available to a broader section of our population in an affordable way. And, you know, the reality is a lot of folks can't afford legal services. So Mm -hmm. the future, I believe, would start with something like this. Montgomery County, Maryland, and other counties in Maryland are mandating mediation. Okay, so we have a mediation unit, we have a certified mediator runs our national virtual paralegal uh, solutions division and mediation now. So mediation is part of the future where a paralegal can be a mediator and provide those services. Not only are they a respectable paying service, but it's also an incredibly valuable service to those in the system to avoid excess cost and legal cost. And of course, the dissension that goes along with litigation that may be able to Absolutely. be avoided. I, I'm a huge supporter of mediation. So I think that's part of the future. Um, the second part of the future is just the incredible development of the virtual space. I mean, anyone who doesn't believe that virtual is going to be the means by which services are rendered is really missing it. Um, Mm. We kind of get a little chuckle not to be self-consumed when folks say, (laughs) yeah, virtual. We're kind of like, yeah, we've been at that party. Where have you been? So the virtual space is going to to mature. Um, The tools are going to become much more powerful and much more viable for everyone to use. The communication and collaboration within that space is going to become much more effective. Um, I'm really excited about that when we talk about the future. And then I think the future for paralegals is really bright because we're going to become um, more credentialized in the process. We're going to become more, um, I would say, sought for solutions, both by the uh, supervisory attorneys, both by the pro se marketplace. I think we're going to be sought out as a 
a conduit to solve problems more than we are now. So it's a bright future. It's a future that has a lot of technology. Um, it's a future yes. that once again, right back to training, you've got to train or you're not gonna be a person who can capitalize on the way that you deserve to as an astounding, Absolutely. an astounding paralegal. And listen, the balance is there because we have to remember that we are human and we help humans. And that's, you know, that's what it is. We're, we're yeah, good, it, we're it's interesting right. that you talk about that because literally I'm in the middle of writing the Let's Talk Paralegal book and hopefully by next month we'll be done. No promises. Um, right. But I, yeah, because I have a lot of ideas and my editors are like, I'm driving them nuts, but whatever. They're probably like, oh, I think I bit off more than I could chew. Um, and so we're in the middle of that and, and we talk about, you know, the future, but we talk about the future in a way where it's immediate, right? Like this is not, it's not going to take a decade. It's not going to take 20 or 30 years, the way that it's going. And one of the good things, if at all came out of the pandemic, it really highlighted the paralegal role that has been so far underestimated. I, I mean, I've been in the industry for almost 20 years now. So I've seen, you know, the ups and downs and, and the treatments and, and how I was, how I mean, listen, um, not to get too into it, but, you know, I, I have nothing against legal assistance, but I've worked my butt off <laughs> to get the paralegal, you know, to get that paralegal title. Don't be calling me a legal assistant, right? I mean, I love my legal assistants. I've had plenty of amazing legal assistants that had wonderful potential to become a paralegal. So do not get me wrong when I say that. But when you're at this caliber already and you're able to perform and create legal briefs at the federal level and create arguments with the attorney, you're no longer a legal assistant. I'm sorry. You are at the paralegal caliber when you can actually interpret legal research and actually create these briefs and really be at the statute of an attorney and be at their level like right then and there you you can honestly say i'm a paralegal and and that's why i'm a big advocate in educating yourself in getting those certifications in getting those degrees under your belt in training outside the classroom because the classroom is only going to teach you so much which is why i love your mentorship uh, program because it is so needed. Like they have no idea what they're getting themselves into and they literally get thrown to the wolves and it's a sink or swim situation. And we lose a lot of good candidates because of that, because of their, um, they're just not prepared. And unfortunate, you know, I've seen a wonderful, wonderful legal assistants and potential paralegals leave because of that, you know, because they just, they, they're like, this is not what I signed up for. This is not what was told to me in the classroom. So although um, education is great, and of course, hello, I am the, you know, advocate of education, um, I believe mentorships are also as important as getting, providing those certifications and providing that degree, um, if you will. And it's important to say that you don't need either of those, but in order to make it and to be where you want to be and to succeed at being a paralegal, it sometimes is necessary, so... Well, I think, I think you make a really good point about a couple of things. When you're working directly with an attorney and you're at that level of skill set where you're developing a memorandum of law, you're doing the research, whatever it is, right. I think that that's a reflection of the investment that you've made in your training when you're at that point. And what folks need to remember, mentorship, yes. Yes, we need yes. mentorship. <laughs> so much. 
there's so much learning there. And then the additional learning, like I want and I got a designation to be a certified legal investigator. Why? Well, first of all, I found that many times attorneys I was talking with wanted me to do that work. They were saying, can you find out about these things? Well, that's a different training. So <laughs> any investment, like I tell every one of our people, any investment you make in yourself is a five to one minimum. You're going to get five back. You don't have to gamble. It's for sure. And our firm supports that. We support that in a compensatory way. So if the person does get additional skill sets, they get paid more. I want them to yeah. see that immediately. And that's so cute. What that's a just, concept. Right? <laughs> so new. <laughs> right. I know, right? Kind of like listening to your paralegals, right? Saying, oh, um, what should we do? Hey, hold on. Call me. Of course, you know, our team, my management team makes the joke saying, please make sure you call Dan between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. You know, so they think that's kind of funny. <laughs> messing with yeah. Look, um, the, the reality is I'll answer hey. the phone. I mean, I've had oh, I've wow. had the calls where I've had a paralegal that's been up working late. And they're like, hey, Dan, I got this idea. I'm like, what is it? You know, and I'm out <laughs> documenting it right away because, listen, those are gems. The people that are in the trenches doing the job, they know. And so many times, you know, a supervisory attorney and I have lots of buddies that are attorneys. They're like, man, I missed that because I'm consumed. I'm busy. I'm worried. I'm all over. Don't miss that. You know, your paralegal is really your eyes and ears. Um, Absolutely. And, and take really into consideration um, another aspect of the paralegal role that a lot of people don't understand is that you are the customer service. So you are that go-to person. You are the connection between the client and the attorney. That is literally your role and why the paralegal role was created, was to be the customer service of the law firm. Of course, we have our receptionist. If, if it's a bigger firm, you'll have a receptionist and you'll have a legal assistant. They are what they call the gatekeepers. But you are the one that provides that good review, the further referrals, the more clients, you know, that paralegal is the customer service. You determine the trajectory of the rest of the case. <laughs> and it's well, really let important. Let me add something to that. That's an awesome point you just made. So I'm going to do a little plug. Can everybody? Oh, 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 oh. What's that? Oh, Okay. The Client-Centered Law Firm by Jack Newton. Hey, wait a minute. So we train on this. What's important? Let's think about what happens when a paralegal touches base with a client. Is it a happy day? Are people having a good time? Or are they usually in touch because there's a problem? Exactly. And you know, the big deal about that, and I train to this with our people all the time, is just empathy. Hmm. Hey, listen, I know how upsetting this is. And we're here to help you and we want to help. Absolutely. And what I really need your help doing communication, please talk to me about what you don't understand. Please share with me what you're concerned about. Please don't think if you say something about it, anybody's going to think anything. I want to know what you think. Mm -hmm. And so does counsel. And that, that conduit and that training translates into an incredible difference in the practice, an incredible difference in the level of satisfaction that the client has. And, and also not feeling estranged from the process because the lay person feels threatened by the law and we Absolutely. shouldn't have them feel that way. A big, a big part of why we say we're passionate paralegals is that we want people, passionate paralegals with a purpose, thank you everybody, is that we want folks to know that they don't need to feel estranged by the law. The law was written for the people. And so the bottom line is you need to not feel threatened by it. You need to feel empowered by it. 
Absolutely. Oh my God. I love it. Those are awesome. <laughs> and I think we're going to just leave off on that note because that was an amazing note to leave off on. <laughs> well, thank you, Danny. Awesome. I, I really appreciate, appreciate your fun. time and your hard efforts, man. I mean, this is amazing what you and your company have been able to accomplish within the legal industry. And I know that the listeners are definitely going to benefit out of everything. And guys, just a quick reminder, all their links are going to be on our descriptions, both on YouTube and the podcast. So make sure that you go ahead and check them out. Um, They're doing amazing things for not only paralegals, but legal professionals. Um, And thanks again, Danny. It was a pleasure. I cannot even, I mean, I'm so stoked. (laughs) Rock on. I appreciate you. Thanks. (laughs) 